You're listening to Ship Talking with Sharon Levine. Join Sharon as she discusses the human experience of creating and maintaining relationships of all kinds, from friendships to family and everything in between. And now, here's Sharon. Welcome back to another episode of Ship Talking, 97.9 WCHL show where we invite guests to boldly talk about their relationships of all types. I am your host, Sharon Levine, joined today by co-host Yasha Rao. Hello, Yasha. Hello, Sharon. I'm so glad to have you join me again. Today, we also have joining us Manisha Das from the hit Netflix series, Indian Matchmaking. She's with us again. If you haven't already binged Indian Matchmaking, I don't know what you've been doing, but to catch you up, it's a documentary series that follows singles in the United States and India as they go on dates arranged by Mumbai matchmaker Sima Tabaria. It's been called The Modern Day Take on the Old Tradition of Arranged Marriage. And Manisha, who lives in Raleigh, no, Carrie right now, <laughs> joins us again to give us some behind-the-scenes scoop on the show. Hello, friend. Good to see Hi. you. Hi. It's great to be here again. So last week, you talked with us about your experiences on the show and your take on how it's been received and kind of how you've been spending your time since. And today we have just some fun questions for you, both from us and from listeners um, and just kind of on your experiences dating and on your experiences in reality TV. Does that sound good to you? Yeah, let's do it. Okay. (laughs) This question is from me because I'm a huge reality TV fan. Um, Reality TV is known for thriving on conflict and often using strategic editing techniques to craft situations for entertainment purposes. So how do you feel Mm -hmm. about how you were edited on the show and about how others were edited on the show? Yeah. um, So I'll speak first to my own like personal experience and I'll say like, I, um, I feel like I I came across pretty unscathed, um, compared to some of my (laughs) castmates. Um, I, I was, it was very genuine to who I was, you know, um, we talked about vacuum cleaners, so that can tell you right there, like those were not scripted calls. That was definitely, uh, yeah, my finest moment talking about how I love to vacuum on international television. (laughs) Um, but yeah, I think for me, I I felt like there was never any, I mean, we weren't asked, like we weren't given lines. We weren't given anything to rehearse. We weren't told, Hey, have a conversation about X, Y, Z. Um, it was just sort of like, here, you guys kind of, especially after I flew back to North Carolina, Yasser and I kind of took the wheel into our own hands and, um, just had general conversations as though, you know, we were a long distance couple in love and, you know, kind of figuring out what we, you know, what we wanted to do. Um, Others on the show, I know just having met some of them now, they, they faced um, some more serious edits. And so um, I will just say, I mean, it's a TV show at the end of the day. Yes, it's reality and it's, it's supposed to be, you know, a documentary and, and it was and it, you know, most certainly followed us in, I think, the direction that the producers wanted to go in. Right. So they have a narrative and that was the narrative that they chose to go with. So um Yeah, I think what I would wish for people to understand is that the narrative is what the producers want people to see. And it's 
like there's so much more to me even for example than what the show showed um you know about Manisha like I I think I was on the show for like 15 minutes but obviously there's much more to me than what the show you know can show in 15 minutes so I think that's the thing to you know I'm into reality tv too but I think to understand just you know there's there's a narrative and people are much more than what you see on, on the screen and I know you're pretty close with the cast. Did anyone like, get mad? Like, was anyone? Um, you know, so I think, um, I'm, yeah, we are. We all have become very good friends. Um, I know people were were surprised with how things turned out. Right, we watched the television show on July 16th, just like the rest of the world, and we didn't know what to expect. So there were certain people that um, wished that they were uh, portrayed in a different way. Let's say that. And then, so in a series, you matched with Yasar. Um, we saw that you hit it off initially, and then talked for some time, and then eventually decided to part ways. Is there anything else to the story that wasn't shown on screen? No. <laughs> I, wish there was, right? I wish there was like some more like masala, as we call it in the Indian world. Um, it was just exactly what you saw. We kind of reached this. Um, we, we talked for, I would say, the better part of like a month, maybe a month and a half. Um, so that's the other thing. Like people didn't realize that it, it happened so quickly when they were showing it on, um, you know, our episodes. Um, but yeah, we talked for like that period of time and then came to the conclusion, like it's not really working for us. And I remember very distinctly, I had a, this was not shown because um, we were on the telephone when we had this conversation. But I remember telling Vyasar, like I had dated a lot of D-bags before Vyasar and I dated um some even after Vyasa and I did. Um, and I just really met people that like, um, I, I remember like after I met Vyasa, I'm like, I can't believe people are this nice because I think you mentioned this earlier, like he's so sweet and um, I wasn't used to that. And so I remember having a conversation with him before, like we had the breakup um, call that we filmed, but I remember asking him, I'm like, you know what? I feel really bad not, being more into you because of how nice you are. And he was like, but you can't sustain a relationship on the fact that somebody's nice. Like there needs to be more to the relationship than just, Oh, you're nice. So we, um, you know, that really like struck a chord with me and I was like, he's right. Like I, I'd only be doing a disservice to myself, to him. Our families were now involved now, right. Our parent or my mom met his mom and you know, his, extended family too. We have this matchmaker involved now. We have the producers involved now for the show. So it just didn't feel right to continue doing something just because a person was nice. Um, so yeah, I mean, I definitely think that, um, you know, just what you saw was exactly what it was. We came to this really, and it was really great. Cause I've, I've typically had like more of like blowout breakups. I call them where it's like, I hate that person or, you know, they, they, you know, it just like ends very, um, very ungracefully. <laughs> and, um, you know, we, we definitely ended on a really graceful and amicable note to the point like where I still can go to him even today and call him if I needed to ask him something or get his advice on something. So. It's so funny. I, I similarly have dated some D-bags in my past <laughs> and it's so funny when you meet someone and they help you realize how low your expectations or standards have have become in so many areas. Yeah, yeah, for sure. <laughs> have you have you been dating since? Um, so, since the show released, I have not just because it's 
a pandemic. <laughs> um, I'm on dating apps and I've been on dating apps since, but especially these last, I would say like two months, my life has been consumed between work yeah. and the campaign and just doing like promotional stuff for Indian matchmaking. Um, so that's sort of what's taken like the bulk of my time, but I'm definitely open to meeting people. I still tell all my friends to set me up. Um, they're like my personal matchmakers, I call them or mini matchmakers. Um, and like I said, I'm on the dating apps too. So I'm hopeful that like something will come out of this. It's hard to date though, because I'll say this, um, I've had a couple of experiences through the dating apps where people have been like, Oh, you're on that show. And again, going back to like what I was saying earlier, they feel like they know everything about me there is to know. And like, there's, there's so much more to me than what they saw on Indian matchmaking. I mean, I'm glad that I had like that intro like to the entire world, but I don't even know that my occupation was um, like disclosed on the television show. I don't know that people knew like so many more like details about me that I think you would want to know if you were dating somebody or interested in meeting somebody. But I think a lot of guys have this like preconceived notion like, Oh yeah, we know everything about Manisha because she was on Indian matchmaking. So dating has been a little bit of a challenge since the show came out actually. What are your apps of choice? Oh, I'm on, so I'm on Bumble because one of our castmates met her husband yeah. from Bumble. So I'm extremely hopeful about that. Um, I'm also on this South Asian dating app called Dilmil. It means the meeting of two hearts, I guess, if I were to translate it to, to English. I'm also on Hinge. Yeah. And I think those are the three right now that I'm perusing and seeing what's out there. <laughs> I love it. All right. We have to take a break. But we'll be yeah. back with you in a few minutes. Thank you so much for listening to Ship Talking on 97.9 The Hill. You're listening to Ship Talking with Sharon Levine. We'll be back with more after this on 97.9 The Hill. And now back to Ship Talking with Sharon Levine. Once again, here's Sharon. Welcome back to Ship Talking on 97.9 The Hill. I'm your host, Sharon Levine, joined by co-host Yasha Rao. What's up, Yasha? Hello, hello, hello. Hello. We're also here with Manisha Das from Indian Matchmaking, who's been hanging out with us, having so much fun with her. Um, Yasha, you had a question that I thought was a fun one. Why don't you go for it? Yes. So... Throughout Indian matchmaking, there's this reference to biodata. And we know that that's kind of like your love resume. <laughs> if you could officially require or eliminate one question from biodata, oh, what would it be? So meaning like... Just one? Yeah, <laughs> I know. So like everyone either must answer this question or nobody can be asked this question. Oh, the skin um, tone question just makes me cringe to no degree. I I hate that people ask that. I feel like, because, okay, so for me, right, like when you're looking for a life partner, what does their skin tone have anything to do with what they could potentially offer you in a relationship? I just feel like that's something, it's so silly to me that it's even asked. I know, so there's this app or like it's more of, I guess, a website that now has turned into an app. It's been around for decades. It's called Shadi.com. And Shadi, um, Sharon, for you, means wedding. And maybe for some of the listeners, too. Um, and on that app, 
um, and that website, they actually ask you that question and you have to comment. It's a required question to write your skin tone. And it's just, to me, just seems so foolish because I'm like, one, I had no control in what my skin tone was. Two, I really don't care what my skin tone, like, I feel like that doesn't say anything about who I am as a person. Um, And so it's just, I think that's like the one thing I would eliminate since you're only giving me the option to eliminate one. Um, But yeah, I really just, it makes me cringe to no degree. I, it really upsets me that that's a factor. I didn't realize bio data was a a set list of questions. Yeah. So it's typically like, um, I mean, it can include a number of things. So um, more detailed ones even. And I found this out sort of after, cause I only like started creating mine like for the TV show and then like, like kind of went into this biodata rabbit hole, but people can require like the exact time because astrology is so big in, in, in India, especially within Hinduism. So I think you probably saw on the show, like where they ask like an astrologer to see like how they um, match, you know, whether like, I think Vyasar, he said that Vyasar and I even weren't a good match based on like our birth charts. Um And so, you know, biodatas can require like your exact time of birth, your date of birth, um, you know, multitudes of pictures. Typically, they want to know your skin tone, your occupation, your education, um, your parents' education, your parents' um, occupation, any siblings. Um, So things that I think are obviously like, I would want to know those things about a person, but like, I don't think that there are factors for me that like, like the skin tone thing, like, I don't care what your skin tone is. I don't, that doesn't matter to me that that, what matters to me is if you're a good person underneath that skin. Right. And I think that's the thing that, um, you know, the show highlights, but the show just brings to light a problem that already exists within our community. Um, we should not be, you know, I, I'm, it was highlighted on the show. So I have no shame in in saying this, but I'm 37 years old and I, you know, been traveling to India since I was a little girl and the amount that India fetishizes um, on fair skin. Um, We have a cream there called fair and lovely. It was sold wild, uh, you know, uh, just across um, they're called chemists, but you know, pharmacists in India, Um, you know, people would go and purchase this cream that was essentially bleach to put on their skin to make their skin fair. So I think like there's so much, there's so much problems with that or so many problems with that. And I think that's just like the tip of sort of the iceberg of what we um, like standards of beauty that our culture kind of places. Um, And I think that's really a global thing too, right? Like we see, we've seen it now come to light with other women of color or just other um, people of color and just saying like, it doesn't matter what your skin tone is. It's beautiful because of who you are. So yeah, that would be, that's my long answer for the one question that I would remove from biodatas. Great question, by the way. I've never been asked that on any of the interviews. So great question. I have a listener question. Yeah. This is from Rashika, who is actually on the show recently. She texted me to ask you, what do you tell Daisy aunties when they ask you when you're going to get married? (laughs) Oh man. You know, it's funny because they still ask you, when are you getting married? When are you getting married? And I think it's like, I, I'm so tired of asking that or answering that question now. Um, I typically think of something sassy, but you know, usually I'm pretty kind and we'll just say like, 
um, one, you find me a nice boy. So <laughs> put it back on them. I, you know, it, it's funny because like the question doesn't stop with that. I did a, a podcast with um, a dear friend um, who, who became a friend like just through the podcast. And so um, she was, I remember like we, we did like a prep um, you know, talk like, like an interview almost beforehand. And she was like, yeah, people get asked that all the time. But she was like, as somebody who recently got married, let me tell you afterwards, it's when are you having kids? Right. So it doesn't just stop with that. And I think there's just like constant, like need to pry into our lives. And like, I think for me, timing is everything. When the time's right, that's when I'm going to get married. So that's what I should probably start telling all the Daisy aunties for Shika. <laughs> Love it. Um, okay, this is a this is a fun question that's gonna take us take us to this next segment. So if if they were making a movie based on Indian matchmaking, who would you cast as yourself? Me. Okay, <laughs> oh, <laughs> so if I had to pick a star though, so let's say like I had to pick a you know Hollywood or Hollywood or Bollywood or Bollywood. I was gonna say either, yeah. Hmm. Or one from each. Yeah. Okay. Fine. So for Bollywood, I would um, probably pick Alia Butt. I really like her. And I think she would do justice to who I am. Um, Hollywood. Who would I pick from Hollywood? Probably Courtney Cox, just because I feel like I identify with her and she could talk about vacuum cleaners the way I could. <laughs> okay, follow-up question. If you had to pick someone, a dream date from Hollywood and or Bollywood, who would you pick? So like celebrity crush. crush. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Celebrity crush. Okay, for Hollywood, for sure, hands down, Bradley Cooper. I think he's so hot and so dreamy. And Bollywood, I'm like a big huge Shah Rukh Khan lover. He's like, oh my God, I could date him a million days of the year and still not get sick of him. Like he's just my favorite human being. Um, I love him. Always will love him. Whoever I end up with has to be okay with being second to Shah Rukh Khan. <laughs> um, I have to say this, Manisha, because my boyfriend would yell at me if I didn't say it, but his roommate who I swear is a Bradley Cooper lookalike is like recently single and looking. Okay. Well, let's, let's chat. (laughs) That's all we have time for right now, but we'll be back in a few minutes. Thank you so much for listening to ship talking on 97.9 the hill. You're listening to ship talking with Sharon Levine. We'll be back with more after this on 97.9 the hill. And now back to Ship Talking with Sharon Levine. Once again, here's Sharon. Welcome back to Ship Talking on 97.9 The Hill. I am your host, Sharon Levine, joined by co-host Yasha Rao and guest Manisha Das from Indian Matchmaking. Hello, friends. Hi. Hello, hello, hello. We have we have somehow gathered a new co-host today. Yasha's younger brother, Vidusha, has joined us. Say what's up. What's up? Um, I think you have a question, Manisha, right? Yeah. So on the show, um, Seema Auntie seemed like an OG that was just down with it. And she knew how it was. And she, she seemed very real. 
Was that just a TV thing or was she actually like that in real life? Yeah, no, what you saw on TV was exactly who Seema is. Um, Our first meeting was at a coffee shop in Austin. Um, I actually met her before I um, met Yasser. Um, This is off camera. Um, So, you know, no reason to be somebody else um, or no reason to, you know, turn on her acting. And she literally walked up to me and said, hi, I'm Seema Taparia from Mumbai. Uh, so it was exactly, you know, what you saw on the show <laughs> was exactly who she is. Um, and, you know, we spent a fair amount of time together. I spent more time with Yasser, obviously, filming in the film crew and stuff. But, yeah, we spent a fair amount of time together. And um, I feel like her, she's the star of Indian matchmaking. And her character was definitely, like, she was exactly who she was on screen and off screen. And we all refer to her as an OG, by the way. There's a great meme. Um, I don't know if you guys have seen it or not, but it's got, like, her wearing like a backwards hat and these like um, dark sunglasses that come down her face and like a rap song playing in the background. So it's like perfect Seema. We all refer to her as an OG. <laughs> Manisha, you've been really active with South Asians for Biden. You um, are serving as the state co-director right now. What are you going to do in this election, Dilber? Oh my gosh. Hopefully celebrate. <laughs> um, yeah pray and celebrate and just, um, you know, I I really think I'm going to need some sort of a break because I have been um, working tirelessly alongside my team, but, you know, we've been working really, really tirelessly to make sure we galvanize and mobilize voters. Um, And it is exhausting. Um, So I am going to sleep a lot. Um, I'm going to take some sort of a social media break and just detox. I feel like I've been attached to my phone and in front of Zoom screens. And um, I probably need like those blue light glasses that everybody's been wearing because I've literally been staring at computer screens and television or not television screens, but computer screens and phone screens for such a long time now. So yeah, definitely take some sort of a break. I wish I could travel, but I know the pandemic is still very much at large. So, um, I, you know, I've never been to a lot of these like state trails, so I'll probably spend a lot of time um, outdoors and just soaking in as much sun as I possibly can. Yeah, you should get the, the North Carolina hiking book that lists all the, like the best. Oh, yeah. I didn't know there was a book. I'm definitely yeah. going to now. <laughs> yeah, spend some time outdoors in nature and unplug for sure. All right, we have just about a minute left. Yasha, any lingering questions? Uh, what will you be binging on Netflix next? (laughs) Oh, um, I just binged, um, Emily in Paris, which, (laughs) uh, loved, hated at the same time. I think it was a really, um, um, like with the pandemic, I feel like I had like Paris in my living room, which was kind of nice. Um, and I think I, I need to go back and finish, um, a bunch of shows that I've kind of left like half watched. So I started watching Umbrella Academy a few months ago. So I want to go back and finish that. I love all of their original stuff. I think it's like really, I mean, yeah. I'm biased of course, right? Cause I was in an original <laughs> like series, but um, I'll probably you, be, what's that? Sorry. I was just saying, did you, did you get any like Netflix gear? Did you get I wish. Like- <laughs> no, I still steal um, my sister's membership every month. I didn't even get free Netflix. <laughs> Um, yeah Manisha thank you again so much for joining us you have been so fun to chat with and I just appreciate all the the work you're doing in the community and 
And I just am so grateful that you came on to chat with us. Thank you, Sharon and Yasha. It was such a pleasure. As I said, I love local North Carolina stuff. So thanks for reaching out and thanks for having me. All right. Well, that's it for shit talking today. If you haven't yet subscribed to us on Apple Podcasts, give us five stars in a review if so inclined, because that would help us out a bunch. And we'll see you next week. Thanks so much for listening to Ship Talking on 97.9 The Hill. You've been listening to Ship Talking with Sharon Levine on 97.9 The Hill. For more episodes, visit the on-demand page of our website, chapelboro.com. She has some